Hello, and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. You can reach out to me at on my website at www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard New American Standard Bible. It does include historical documents from the Founders era. It is a beautiful Bible. We just love ours so much. And you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also reading from the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 219, and if you just happen to find this podcast, we are, yes, reading the Bible this year, in a year, and um, that doesn't mean, though, that you have to just not join in and wait until January 1st. Please don't do that. Go ahead and come on in. Join us. Finish out the year. If you can, that would be amazing. Going into the holidays, and it would be so awesome to finish out the year here. And then you could just pick up on any of the episodes before now, and that can be your year in the Bible experience. And or you can just stop this episode right here and say, I'm going to declare that today is my day one and go to the day one episode and get started today. So either way, I'm just so glad you're here. If you've been here since day one, we are on day 219 and it has been a game changing year (laughs) for sure. God wins, right? He's amazing and completely transforms your life. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, today we are going to be reading Ezekiel 25 through 27, Psalm 85, and John 9. Ezekiel chapter 25, Judgment on Gentile Nations, Ammon. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward the sons of Ammon and prophesy against them and say to the sons of Ammon, Hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God, because you said, Aha, against my sanctuary, when it was profaned, and against the land of Israel, when it was made desolate, and against the house of Judah, when they went into exile. Therefore, behold, I am going to give you to the sons of the east for a possession, and they will set their encampments among you, and make their dwellings among you. They will eat your fruit and drink your milk. I will make Araba a pasture for camels, and the sons of Ammon a resting place for flocks. Thus you will know that I am the Lord. For thus says the Lord God, because you have clapped your hands and stamped your feet and rejoiced with all the scorn of your soul against the land of Israel, therefore behold, I have stretched out my hand against you, and I will give you for spoil to the nations, and I will cut you off from the peoples and make you perish from the lands. I will destroy you. Thus you will know that I am the Lord. Moab. 
Thus says the Lord God, because Moab and Seir say, Behold, the house of Judah is like all the nations. Therefore, behold, I am going to deprive the flank deprive the flank of Moab of its cities, of its cities which are on its frontiers, the glory of the land, Beth Jeshemoth, Belmeon, and Kiriathium. And I will give it for a possession along with the sons of Ammon to the sons of the east, so that the sons of Ammon will not be remembered among the nations. Thus I will execute judgments on Moab, and they will know that I am the Lord. Edom. Thus says the Lord God, because Edom has acted against the house of Judah by taking vengeance and has incurred grievous guilt and avenged themselves upon them. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will also stretch out my hand against Edom and cut off man and beast from it. And I will lay it waste from Taman, even to Dadon, they will fall by the sword. I will lay my vengeance on Edom by the hand of my people Israel. Therefore, they will act in Edom according to my anger and according to my wrath. Thus they will know my vengeance, declares the Lord God. Philistia, thus says the Lord God, because the Philistines have acted in revenge and have taken vengeance with scorn of soul to destroy with everlasting enmity, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will stretch out my hand against the Philistines, even cut off the Shariathites, and destroy the remnant of the seacoast. I will execute great vengeance on them with wrathful rebukes, and they will know that I am the Lord when I lay my vengeance on them. Judgment on Tyre, chapter 26. Now in the eleventh year, on the first of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, because Tyre has said concerning Jerusalem, Aha, the gateway of the peoples is broken. It is open to me. I shall be filled now that she is laid waste. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Tyre, and I will bring up many nations against you, as the sea brings up its waves. They will destroy the walls of Tyre and break down her towers, and I will scrape her debris from her and make her a bare rock. She will be a place for the spreading of nets in the midst of the sea, For I have spoken, declares the Lord God, and she will become spoil for the nations. Also her daughters who are on the mainland will be slain by the sword, and they will know that I am the Lord. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will bring upon Tyre from the north Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, king of kings, with horses, chariots, cavalry, and a great army. He will slay your daughters on the mainland with the sword, and he will make siege walls against you. Cast up a ramp against you and raise up a large shield against you. The bow of his battering rams he will direct against your walls, and with his axes he will break down your towers. Because of the multitude of his horses, the dust raised by them will cover you. Your walls will shake at the noise of cavalry and wagons and chariots when he enters your gates as men enter a city that is breached. With the hoofs of his horses, he will trample all your streets. He will slay your people with the sword, and your strong pillars will come down to the ground. Also, they will make a spoil of your riches and a prey of your merchandise, break down your walls and destroy your pleasant houses, and throw your stones and your timbers and your debris into the water. So I will silence the sound of your songs, and the sound of your harps will be heard no more. I will make you a bare rock. You will be a place for the spreading of nets. You will be built no more, for I, the Lord, have spoken, declares the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to Tyre, Shall not the coastlands shake at the sound of your fall when the wounded groan, when the slaughter occurs in your midst? Then all the princes of the sea will go down from their thrones, remove the robes, and strip off their embroidered garments. 
They will clothe themselves with trembling. They will sit on the ground, tremble every moment, and be appalled at you. They will take up a lamentation over you and say to you, How you have perished, O inhabited one, from the seas, O renowned city, which was mighty on the sea, she and her inhabitants, who imposed her terror on all her inhabitants. Now the coastlands will tremble on the day of your fall. Yes, the coastlands, which are by the sea, will be terrified at your passing. For thus says the Lord God, when I make you a desolate city, like the cities which are not inhabited, when I bring up the deep over you and the great waters cover you, then I will bring you down with those who go down to the pit, to the people of old, and I will make you dwell in the lower parts of the earth, like the ancient waste places, with those who go down to the pit, so that you will not be inhabited, but I will set glory in the land of the living. I will bring terrors on you, and you will be no more. Though you will be sought, you will never be found again, declares the Lord God. Lament over Tyre, chapter 27. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, And you, son of man, take up a lamentation over Tyre, and say to Tyre, who dwells at the entrance to the sea, merchant of the peoples to many coastlands, thus says the Lord God, O Tyre, you have said, I am perfect in beauty. Your borders are in the heart of the seas. Your builders have perfected your beauty. They have made all your planks of fir trees from cedar. They have taken a cedar from Lebanon to make a mast for you. Of oaks from Bashan, they have made your, with your oars. With ivory, they have inlaid your deck of boxwood from the coastlands of Cyprus. Your sail was of fine embroidered linen from Egypt, so that it became your distinguishing mark. Your awning was blue and purple from the coastlands of Elisha. The inhabitants of Sidon and Arvad were your, your rowers. Your wise men, O Tyre, were aboard. They were your pilots. The elders of Gebal and her wise men were with you repairing your seams. All the ships of the sea and their sailors were with you in order to deal in your merchandise. Persia and Lud and Put were in your army, your men of war. They hung shield and helmet in you. They set forth your splendor. The sons of Arvad and your army were on your walls all around, and the Gamadim were in your towers. They hung their shields on your walls all around. They perfected your beauty. Tarshish was your customer because of the abundance of all kinds of wealth. With silver, iron, tin, and lead, they paid for your wares. Javan, Tubal, and Meshech, they were your traders. With the lives of men and vessels of bronze, they paid for your merchandise. Those from Beth Togermah gave horses and war horses and mules for your wares. The sons of Dadan were your traders. Many coastlands were your market, ivory tusks, and ebony they brought as your payment. Aram was your customer because of the abundance of your goods. They paid for your wares with emeralds, purple, embroidered work, fine linen, coral, and rubies. Judah and the land of Israel, they were your traders. With the wheat of Meneth, cakes, honey, oil, and balm, they paid for your merchandise. Damascus was your customer because of the abundance of your goods, because of the abundance of all kinds of wealth, because of the wine of Helban and white wool. Vadon and Javan paid for your wares from Uzal. Wrought iron, cassia, and sweet cane were among your merchandise. Dadon traded with you in saddlecloths for riding. Arabia and all the princes of Kadar, they were your customers for lambs, rams, and goats. For these, they were your customers. The traders of Sheba and Ramah, they traded with you. They paid for your wares with 
the best of all kinds of spices and with all kinds of precious stones and gold. Haran, Cana, Eden, the traders of Sheba, Asher, and Chilmad traded with you. They traded with you in choice garments and clothes of blue and embroidered work and in carpets of many colors and tightly wound cords, which were among your merchandise. The ships of Tarshish were the carriers for your merchandise, and you were filled and were very glorious. In the heart of the seas, your rowers have brought you into great waters. The east wind has broken you in the heart of the seas. Your wealth, your wares, your merchandise, your sailors and your pilots, your repairers of seams, your dealers in merchandise, and all your men of war who are in you with all your company that is in your midst will fall into the heart of the seas on the day of your overthrow. At the sound of the cry of your pilots, the pasture lands will shake. All who handle the oar, the sailors and all the pilots of the sea, will come down from their ships. They will stand on the land, and they will make their voice heard over you, and will cry bitterly. They will cast dust on their heads. They will wallow in ashes. Also, they will make themselves bald for you, and gird themselves with sackcloth. And they will weep for you in bitterness of soul with bitter mourning. Moreover, in their wailing, they will take up a lamentation for you and lament over you, who is like Tyre, like her who is silent in the midst of the sea. When your wares went out from the seas, you satisfied many peoples with the abundance of your wealth and your merchandise. You enriched the kings of earth. Now that you are broken by the seas in the depths of the waters, your merchandise and all your company have fallen in the midst of you. All the inhabitants of the coastlands are appalled at you, and their kings are horribly afraid. They are troubled in countenance. The merchants among the peoples hiss at you. You have become terrified, and you will cease to be forever. Psalm 85, Prayer for God's Mercy Upon the Nation. For the choir director, a psalm of the sons of Korah. O Lord, you showed favor to your land. You restored the captivity of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You covered all their sin. You withdrew all your fury. You turned away from your burning anger. Restore us, O God, of our salvation, and cause your indignation toward us to cease. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not yourself revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your loving kindness, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will say, for he will speak peace to his people, to his godly ones. But let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. That glory may dwell in our land. Loving kindness and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth springs from the earth, and righteousness looks down from heaven. Indeed, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its produce. Righteousness will go before him and will make his footsteps into a way. John chapter 9, Healing the Man Born Blind. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Jesus answered, It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me as long as it is day, night is coming, when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and applied the clay to his eyes. 
and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went away and washed and came back seeing. Therefore the neighbors and those who previously saw him as a beggar were saying, Is not this the one who used to sit and beg? Others were saying, This is he. Still others were saying, No, but it is like him. He kept saying, I am the one. So they were saying to him, How then were your eyes opened? He answered, The man who is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went away and washed, and I received sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do, I do not know. Controversy over the man. They brought to the Pharisees the man who was formerly blind. Now it was a Sabbath on the day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also were asking him again how he received his sight. And he said to them, He applied clay to my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees were saying, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others were saying, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you say about him since he opened your eyes? And he said, He is a prophet. The Jews then did not believe it of him that he had been blind and had received sight until they called the parents of the very one who had received his sight and questioned them, saying, Is this your son who you say was born blind? Then how does he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know. Or who opened his eyes, we do not know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed him to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He then answered, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that, that though I was blind, now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you, not want, to he- Why do you want to hear it again? You do not want to become his disciples too, do you? They reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he is from. The man answered and said to them, Well, there is an amazing thing that you do not know where he is from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears him. Since the beginning of time, it has never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do anything. They answered him, You were born entirely in sins, and are you teaching us? So they put him out. Jesus affirms his deity. Jesus heard that they had put him out, and finding him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and he is the one who is talking with you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, so that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may become blind. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, We are not blind too, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say, We see, 
your sin remains. And those are our readings today. So Ezekiel just breaking down the judgment on the Gentile nations, Ammon, Moab, Edom, Philistia, Tyre. And then the lament of Tyre. So we were just kind of bringing in those nations as well and God's plan for those nations. And, of course, our psalm is picked perfectly today to have mercy upon the nation. You withdrew all your fury. You turned away from your burning anger. Restore us, O God, of our salvation and cause your indignation toward us to cease. Amen, right? Amen. And, again, just, you know, further um, explaining the division that Jesus created amongst the Pharisees and the Jews. Um, well, I mean, the Pharisees and the people, right? The Jewish people. Um, they just really could not get on board with this. They could not get on board with what he was doing on the Sabbath. They were like, there's no way he's from God if he's healing people on the Sabbath, if he's doing things on the Sabbath, right? They just could not get over that and questioning this blind man's parents and I you know it's just it's it's truly incredible um, that some were just as this story tells us that some were just blinded they were blinded and were not able to see who Jesus was and for judgment I came into this world so that those who do not see may see and that those who see may become blind. It, it, there is a reason why many people did not acknowledge Jesus as the Savior. And it is all written right here in this book and explains to us um, that this was going to happen, that this happened, this is God's plan for his people. And then he, God also has a plan through Jesus um, for the believers of Jesus, the church, the body of Christ. He has a plan for those of us as well. So there are, there are two different plans going on. And it's really incredible now that we are, you know, this far in. It's truly been really incredible to finally understand this book or to begin, right, to begin to understand. Let's be honest. Let's be totally honest. And so really, really fascinating. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today. We really appreciate how we can begin to understand this book that you created through people that you chose to create it through. And it's such an incredible and perfect plan that only you could, could do, could construct, could think of. And we are just so very grateful to be a part of your plan, first and foremost, to be a part of your plan, 
And we are so very grateful to be saved by your son and to believe in your son, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that he is our way to you and to a better relationship with you and to eternal life with you in heaven. So we are just so very grateful to be able to be doing this, to be reading your word together and beginning to understand and maybe even learning new things that we thought we understood before. We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. And just, I want to leave you with today, imagining if you were the man born blind and then Jesus healed you. It blows my mind. These these healings blow my mind, right? It's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.